from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is here. What that means for Henrico County residents and reimagining Short Pump Town Center. We'll have details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute. It is Thursday, March 4th, 2021, and it's brought to you today by Henrico County. And now for the news. The newly approved Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine is beginning to arrive in Virginia this week, and locally, Henrico seniors will have their first opportunity March 8th to receive the only one-dose vaccine available. Richmond and Henrico Health District's officials announced yesterday that the second of their three planned mass vaccination events in the coming week, the others will be March 6th and 10th, will feature the new vaccine. The other two events will feature Pfizer's vaccine. There's some skepticism among a few people who don't want to take the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It has a slightly lower efficacy than the Pfizer and Moderna versions, but is still considered highly effective against the virus and against serious health effects that could otherwise result from it. Statewide officials are publicizing in advance which events will offer the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. That way anyone who wants to wait for the Pfizer or Moderna options instead will be able to opt to skip the J&J events without losing their spot in the state's pre-registration line. That's according to State Vaccination. State Vaccination Coordinator and Henrico Health Director Danny Avola The state is getting about 69,000 doses of the new vaccine this week, while its partner pharmacies statewide will get another 22,000. Those come in addition to about 188,000 first doses of Pfizer and Moderna and more than 52,000 first doses that partner pharmacies will get. Virginia's allocation of second doses of both Pfizer and Moderna also are increasing quickly, according to Avula. He said Virginia is quickly entering a phase during which the concern won't be a limited supply of vaccine, but rather, quote, how do we make sure that we're getting it out to all the channels possible so that people know how to get access to the vaccine, end quote. Initially, the state intends to use all of its first round of Johnson & Johnson doses at mass vaccination events at which between 1,000 and 5,000 people per day will receive them. That was an intentional decision, according to Avula, as a way to preemptively combat the notion that it would be offered only to higher risk or underserved communities. By the end of the month, Virginia could be receiving about 100,000 doses or more of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and then it'll be incorporated into the mix with Pfizer and Moderna vaccine doses at various large and small events statewide. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine prevented 100% of deaths and 86% of all cases of serious illness from COVID-19. Overall, it has an efficacy of about 72% compared with 95% for the other two. But Avila pointed out that Johnson & Johnson's vaccine was tested worldwide in studies that involved new variants of the virus, whereas studies of the other two vaccines did not involve those variants. In other vaccination news, Avila said that the prioritization of people in the remaining groups of Phase 1b will vary statewide based partially upon state guidance and partially upon specific needs within each local health district. The state is prioritizing people in the 16 to 64 year old age group with pre-existing conditions who are on dialysis, he said, and it's expected to do the same thing for others at higher risk in that group, such as cancer patients. 
He said that everyone in Phase 1B statewide who wants to be vaccinated should have received shots by the end of next month, and everyone in general statewide who wants to get a shot should have received at least their first doses by the end of May. Well, an intensive week-long design and planning session last week to consider the future of Short Pump Town Center found that participants were most interested in more options for safe biking and walking, as well as more parks and entertainment options in the area. The Henrico Planning Department hosted the series of interactive sessions known as a charrette virtually to allow county residents to provide ideas and feedback for proposed future changes to the center. The effort was part of an ongoing comprehensive one to update Henrico's zoning ordinances and regulations. More than 85 people attended at least one of the five sessions last week. Miami-based Dover Colon Partners, a planning firm, was part of the session. That group helped create the downtown Richmond master plan that the Richmond City Council adopted more than 13 years ago. A poll taken of those in attendance last Monday found that 38% visited the town center for, surprisingly, shopping, 29% for dining, and 19% for, quote, walking around and people watching, end quote. When it came to what could make the town center better, the top responses were walkability, bikeability, and pedestrian safety at 26%, housing at 22%, followed by more entertainment and great civic spaces or parks, both at 13%. You can read more about this topic at HenricoCitizen.com by clicking on News and then Government. More fallout yesterday reported by the Virginia Department of Health related to the COVID-19 surge after the holidays as 23 more virus-related deaths in Henrico were reported. That brings the county's total to about 530 during the pandemic. There also were 11 new hospitalizations related to the virus reported yesterday. That's higher than average. But there were only 78 new reported cases relatively in keeping with the recent trends, the seven-day moving average of new daily cases is now back to 70. However, the positivity rate as of February 27th among PCR testing encounters was down to 6.6%, and for rapid testing encounters, fell to 5.8%. Almost 50,000 Henrico residents have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine, with more than 26,000 now having received both doses. The Virginia Department of Education has received a three-year, $999,000 federal grant to study the impact of COVID-19 on the state's public schools. The grant will support researchers from the VDOE and the University of Virginia who will be examining pre- and post-pandemic trends through the 2022-23 school year in student absenteeism, grade-level retention, enrollment in advanced courses, and career and technical education programs as well as identification of students with disabilities and English learners, student mobility, and teacher retention. Officials hope that the study will be able to provide a body of practically focused research to inform decision-making and policies at the state and local levels. A home on Culpeper Road in Henrico County sold for $820,000 recently. If you want to find out what homes near you are going for, visit HenricoCitizen.com, click on News, and then Property Transactions. A week from Saturday, you'll have a chance to take your car onto the Richmond Raceway track and turn a few laps. It's all part of Track Laps for Charity. It's taking place March 13th between 4.30 and 7.30 p.m., 
Your $20 donation will benefit the Henrico Firefighter Foundation, which aids and assists the Division of Fire and its employees, retirees, and volunteers through a variety of different methods. To participate, you must sign up in advance by visiting richmondraceway.com backslash tracklaps. Today's Henrico News Minute has been brought to you by Henrico County's COVID-19 Emergency Rental Assistance, providing assistance for those who have experienced economic impact related to the virus, such as job loss or furlough. Applications are available at henrico.us backslash DSS or by calling 501-5294.